0: Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome back to Elite Rugby Bands. It's a podcast about rugby. Joining me today is Ben in Mauritius. How's it going? Oh I'm well,
1: thanks for you, Adam.
0: I'm very good, thank you. Um, Alex, he's not going to be here today because apparently he didn't sleep last night. He was watching some guys play some computer games or something of that nature. But uh, we won't hold that against him, even though I was kind of doing the same thing, and I'm here. You know, I'm just just just, just putting it out there. Um, Ant, Ant, uh, who is always ready for a chat and is very gracious with his time, particularly on a short notice basis, he's here today. Thank you for joining us, Ant. We always appreciate you dropping in.
2: Yeah, no, it's always always good to chat and listen to Ben's ransom first person, especially given the events of last night.
0: Indeed, and also it's good that every now and then we have a pinch of shark quota around us, you know, (laughs) we've got the Lions covered, EP, Southwestern Districts, Kings, Matt does everything, um, Lions, so that's good, It's good. Uh, Matt, how's it going?
3: Oh, not too bad.
0: Uh, I understand you are at Otanico Park on Friday, what uh, what a school game
3: first division, K-Cup first division.
0: Oh, snap. Well, then it must have been the Leopards versus Eagles.
3: Leopards versus Eagles, yeah. And
0: well, yeah, I recognized uh, that green kit with the red stripe. Who won?
3: Uh, Leopards, it was 27-25. <sighs>
0: oh,
3: with like a last-minute penalty. Uh,
0: letting the team down. Letting the team down. But, uh, but, well, you can I tell it's a okay. it. Yeah. You, you can I tell was
3: going to say, the Eagles, my favorite is the Eagles Eagles 8th man. He's lack heat, big guy like a beard on him too. So I enjoyed watching him play. Is
0: he, is he in, uh, in your sights for draft? If he makes the squad, <sighs> squad next to you, are you really doing a scouting?
3: I don't know. I think he might... Is he too... I don't know. He looks almost old. Like he's too old to be scouted. <laughs> it's like he's... Like he's peaking at K-Cup First Division and just going to be like the, the war horse there.
0: <laughs> but, no, fair enough. Well, we can get some more of that insight uh, from yourself later. Particularly with... with the focus being on this week, the rugby championship. New Zealand did what they do best by smarting the Australians and keeping their two grabby, ex- ex- exceptional paws on the Bledisloe Cup. While South Africa went through to Mendoza, it, was, it wasn't Mendoza, right, in Argentina, and um, through some very inept defending, lost. Even though we had more of the ball at most of the territory. We're going to chat all about that. Ben, I'm sure you got some hot takes for us.
1: Um, yeah, my I came back from a wedding to watch the Springbok game, so I was pretty like, thank God I was drunk because I think if I was sober, I would have I would have completely lost the plot. I was
0: I was half distracted. I was trying to play play a game of Dota. We had it on in the background. I kept turning around. I'm like, I don't. This doesn't make sense. We seem to be doing well. But we're losing by so much. And then I saw some tackles, and then all made sense. For me, so uh, we look forward to chatting about that. But first off, just a very quick per- survey of the news. Starting out, let's see what we have here. Uh, we had a warning start for the home teams in the Curry Cup over the weekend. Uh, we'll maybe chat a little bit about that a little bit later. But Western Province, the Sharks, and the Gold Lions, they all showed they could be uh, forces to reckon with in this season's Curry Cup. Uh, Western Province they held their nerve to beat the Free State Shears 32-0. At Newlands, the Sharks, uh, and I'm sure be very happy with this, they beat the Bills 26-10 in Durban, while uh, the Gold Lions uh, hammered Kirkwoods. 62-41. So the curry cup is underway. Uh, just FYI, it is actually going on. Strength versus strength, so we're told. So uh, we, we shall see. But uh, turning our attention through to international rugby, uh, Thor, he's gotten the halo signal from Rusty Rasmus. He's, he's traveling on the Barfrost. That's what you said, Ben. Coming from Japan?
1: I, heard, uh, I kind of portrayed a, a more nerdy side than I would like people to see on the... On my media personality, so th- thanks, thanks for outing me on that, Adam.
0: You're sorry, but vulnerability is strength, you know. So, um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: but uh,
0: classic
3: cl- cl- classic Springbok rugby. Vulnerability is
0: strength. Yeah, it's so a sport 24. The has called up an emergency reinforcements in the form of Dwayne Vermeulen, who he has asked to join a Springbok in Wellington, New Zealand, on September 15th, So it's nearly a few weeks away ahead of the squad's test against the All Blacks that are playing. Australia the week before City Press sister publication reports can confirm that Vermeulen's Japanese club the Kubota Spears Will not refuse a formal request from Saru for the club to re- release Vermeulen for this test This is despite the fact that Spears, coach of Franz had hoped Vermeulen would play in all seven of the most important league games uh, This is apparently uh, in light of the fact that Kyle Brink and Jean-Luc Dupre Are both out of the picture for the Springboks. I think after what happened in Mendoza It's uh, Not a surprise and we've got a whole bunch of injury guys coming off. Uh, Trevor Newcarni, Kunio, Estes, Vincent Koch, Lutheaga, Marcell, Kutzius, Wibu, Nkosi, and, and Warik Kalant, And, yeah. another factor, Clark and Franklin Moss, that they're around for the entire series. Uh, Jesse Quill, it is thought that he will go to Australia. Uh, guys, I think this is kind of just telling us what we all know, that the Springboks need Duane Vermulet more than Dwane Vermulet needs the Springboks at this stage.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's... Just-
1: too many people. <laughs> I don't, it's weird though because we're not particularly weak there. Obviously, Whiteley is a very different player to Famulan. and I would I would say I'm, per, I'm personally I'm not a massive fan of Dwayne. I think he's a bit um, he's a bit of a blunt instrument. But
2: uh, yeah, but but but, uh, but obviously. What we need, Bro, the, you know, the game oh, plan yeah. that we're playing is centered around bashing stuff up. So you play Khaleesi and, and Whiteley, you know, that you're taking a lot of kilos out of your illustrious. You've got to have Dwayne to balance out the fact that Khaleesi can't steal ball.
1: Yeah, I, I would much, Obviously, uh, I would much rather have uh, Jean-Luc Duprioffed because he's to 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 me Dwayne. Oh. It's kind of squeezing the last juice out of him. Like, like yeah, he'll probably he's, he's definitely past his prime. And he'll probably be all right in the World Cup, but there's no real future for him. I'd much rather have uh, Jean-Luc dupre but obviously we don't have a, we don't really have a choice, do we? Because he's injured. Yeah, so I wouldn't say it's a, it's not a particular area of weakness, but yeah, he does seem to to bring the team together quite nicely. So yeah, um, I think having him there would be good
0: we'll uh,
1: discuss that more in depth I was quite interested when you said
3: Koch Koch's apparently on his radar and injured that surprised me because I haven't just heard anything about Koch in the first place yeah, yeah uh,
2: there was a lot, the lot time 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 of the the it just went quiet like then yeah. Thomas DeToy actually was like oh he actually can scrum so we don't actually need Vincent anymore so yeah because like,
3: everyone was just talking about yeah Koch, Koch's planning on moving back and all that like Saru wants to coax him to move back to SA and all that and then it just went quiet and now they're saying yeah he's now, or at least Adam read out now he's injured and he's actually been on the radar the whole time
1: or whatever. Uh, the the last I heard from Cock is remember he had his he had his shirt ripped off in that game? Yeah. And he was jacked as fuck. And then I think that's where he appeared on everyone's radar where it's like, Okay, this guy's a fucking monster. <laughs> we should get him in the Springbok side
0: <laughs> uh, Fuck, he was an
3: absolute unit though, to be
0: fair. he no, he is a, a meat wagon. In, in, in himself. Some, someone who's not a meat wagon is Jake White. Uh, he's having uh, verbal fisticuffs with Victor Matfield. This is also coming through for 24. <coughs> Victor Matfield has hit back at Jake White's claims that he is not yet ready to coach at the highest level. Matfield, the former Springbok and Bulls team at De were recently mentioned as potential candidates to replace John Mitchell as coaches of the Pretoria franchise with the New Zealanders. He when he said to lead the Bulls and join the co- defense coach, White, who we all know, and shows sure as, as he tells everyone else, Uh, that he used to be a former springbok coach. He apparently said the following, John Mitchell couldn't get the Bulls to be successful this year. He's got a longer CV than anyone in the Bulls shortlist, and he had an 85% win rate with the All Blacks. Put in the same situation, two guys with almost no coaching experience are not going to make it because they're going to make their coaching mistakes at the highest level instead of at high school. Uh, White, as we know, he coached the Jeppy boys' first team. That that was kind of his background before he moved into formal structures. Uh, White also criticised the coaching structures in South Africa rugby, Open quote, how can you have a system where a guy who's never coached leapfrogs everybody? The truth may be frightening, there probably is no system. Why are we in that situation? We're at the point where coaching experience is not required to be on the shortlist for a super heavy job. How far are we from having a buck coach who's never coached? White question behind This is what Matt Field, he told NetVac24, saying, Jake has always had an opinion about everything. I wonder if he knows that I coached at the Bills for three years and last season at the Lions. I believe there's a place for both types of coaches the one who works himself up from school and club level, and the one who makes the transition sooner. And then he apparently used uh, examples of Mark Boucher and, and, and Rassi for this. Um, two sides to this from my thing. I think Jake makes a fairly decent point. I don't think it's, it's completely inaccurate. Um, while I, I do believe Matthew is absolutely correct in saying that Jake does have an opinion and everything, and the media enables him. So uh, good job, media, just for enabling Jake. No. But. but just thoughts on, on no. White, White's actual comments? Uh, there is some truth into it. Maybe I'd suggest,
1: um, it, like I like I read Jake White. He does. He just fucking spouts his mouth off about everything. And to be honest, even a blind squirrel finds a nut now and then. So I do think he's actually <laughs> he, he's he's making a, he's making valid points here that there are there are deficiencies in the system that brings up new coaches where you do get these coaches with kind of massive knowledge gaps. And I don't think having played rugby at international level necessarily makes you a good coach obviously it has it holds some benefit but i don't think it's the be all and end all so yeah at the same time um at the same time i do i do respect that people you don't have to you know start coaching under six and kind of move your way up but i do i do think you need to be blooded in a lower league where your where your mistakes are less critical let's say that
2: but also just, you know, taking a super rugby gig is not the easiest thing in the world. Victor Matfield's got no head coach experience. He's coached lineouts for the Lions last year. That's what he's claiming on a CV. That's not exactly, you know, <clears throat> even relevant coaching experience to coach, you know, be the head coach of a franchise. So I, I think, yeah, I agree with everyone else is that Jake does have very strong, he's got valid points on this. Um, and I think Victor's being a bit silly if he's suggesting that he's suddenly got a CV that's equivalent to what one should have at a super rugby franchise level.
3: Uh, I just like it. Victor seems to be big-upping the idea that he's getting there ne- on pure nepotism. Well, so, yeah, always, always, saying,
0: always saying that he's more advanced than others, you know, that he's, um, he's a prodigal son for coaching. He could be saying that. <laughs> well, he says uh, some get there sooner in high school, so he's pretty much shatting Jake, taking, taking the long winding road from high school rugby. But it's, there's no coincidence that off the best rugby coaches are teachers. That's a whole different conversation. So uh, just a quick quick diversion, Ben. I see a picture of you on social media with your suit that you wore to this wedding. It's uh, yeah, like, a very Scottish-themed, like tartan, with lines, um, very vertical. Th-
1: this, this suit, so um, when when I was in China, me and two of my friends, we had like a company function and we were like, let's get not ridiculous suits, but, you know, suits that are a little bit quirky, okay? So I, I go I go first to the tailor I get that suit done um well I order it because you know it's obviously they make it mm. and then um I, I showed them a photo of the tartan is this not is it like a tartan yeah I guess it's almost like a yeah, tartan yeah it's a check yeah, yeah it's a for the, check
0: for those PR for those people who forgive me this is not a visual medium uh Ben just wearing a white shirt with a waistcoat and pants waistcoat and pants of the same pattern uh with a dark blue uh, with white lines crisscrossing up and down. That is very Scottish in hinting this yeah.
1: Okay, so anyway, I, I get this this suit tailored, which is quite, you know, it's quite quirky. Let's, it's a bit off the wall. So now I'm like, okay, you guys step up. Let's see your quirky suits. Both of them got black tuxedos. Fucking arseholes. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's not quirky. Uh,
1: you no, it's not quirky. They, they fucking sold me down the river and made me you get You played yourself, Ben. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> do you know how few occasions we are where I can wear that suit? Mm. Uh,
0: so I just I just had to just take that diversion off of Jake White. Um Jake, I had to come make sure that Jake White didn't get more time than he deserved. Uh, rel- so, yeah,
1: not- I, I guess we we are a mild form of media in a way. That's true. Media
0: so,
1: we, media light. Actually. And in a way, light. Oh, we are giving Jake White the coverage that Maybe
3: because I mean, if we talk about Jack White long enough, he might just apply to fill in if one of us can't make an episode again. All of a sudden, you'll just check this 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 other name get added to the WhatsApp group.
1: Yeah. You check think he'll, hey. you think you volunteer to do it for free? That seems to be his new thing. Where does he get so much fucking money from that he can just do shit for free? Because surely coaches aren't paid that much. Well, I don't he's written a book, eh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well,
3: he's got his biography. At, at yeah. Have you read his
0: book? Yeah. No, that's.
3: I, I, I didn't I, even know. It. I, I wasn't half sure it existed, so yeah, I haven't read
2: it.
0: I have. Is this, Is this the one that you read just like, after 2007? Yeah, yeah. That's the one I've read. Schmack's himself. Yeah. That's the one I've read. That was
2: ages ago. <laughs> you think that that's still, like, on the top seller's list? You think it was ever on the top seller's list? I can't imagine he's dining out on that book too much. Nah. No, Cash Well,
1: I, I bought it, so. <laughs> that's one.
2: No, you're so he, funding
1: his, his retirement. <laughs> yeah, he got two hundred rent of me, but um, I I think my older brother might have bought it. But anyway, um, um, yeah, that book's shit though. Don't buy Jake White's book. Okay, okay well,
0: I, well, I'll, I'll
1: look for it online somewhere.
0: Well, talking about um, cutting budgets. Sorry, that was really bad. Because, you know, he gets like a percentage from each book sale. A uh, bit, bit of sad news. This, this came out, I think, on Friday. Uh, SRAP CEO Yuri Ru, again, for World 24. There's only so many sites to report Arabia. Okay, guys. Yuri um, Ru, he confirmed Friday that they had been informed that Namibia's. Oh, this is a German name. I just had a chance here. Velvi- <laughs> Velvit- what? What's it? Velvetius. Thank you. Velviches, uh Will withdraw from the Kyoka 1st Division. Open quote. It's unfortunate that Namibian team had to withdraw from the Carrier First Division by a decision was that they have to pay for teams to travel to Vintok for the home games, which they agreed to. Rue said via press statement. We've since been informed that they can't do that anymore. That the Vintok drafts, like okay, the sponsor of the draft, uh, valvages. What? Valviches? Are they vultures?
3: Valvages. No, Valviches. It's a plant, isn't it?
0: Well, oh, they got a picture of a bird. Like an eagle on the Well, I wish Alex... This is one of the few times I wish Alex... Yeah. here. He, he'd be able to tell us. Ooh. <laughs> one of the few times. <laughs> will withdraw from the competition, which means that all the remaining teams will now have a bye on the weekend they'll schedule to play the Namibians. Uh, this comes after it was reported early in the week that Namibia managed to raise funds up to 900,000 rand to carry the travel expenses of teams like Leopards, Griffins, and Border. Yes, yeah, so you don't get such shared value right there, hey? Uh, when they play in Namibia. <laughs> the Leopards last weekend, Yeah. But that- yeah.
3: That's apparently standard practice across the whole First Division is you, the hosting team sort of pays for the touring side's board and all that shit yeah, I know no. the Leopards
1: were also struggling with it
0: Well, yeah, speaking of the yeah, Leopards but Surely,
1: surely it's, it's like swings and roundabouts because either way you're going to pay yeah. the same amount because all teams yeah, have you, the same number of away games
2: Yeah um, Unless yeah. accommodation much, much, much cheaper
3: yeah, because yeah, I'm just going to say, I think Vintook was probably the cost of living and the cost
1: of accommodation, and the
3: flights up there was probably a bit more than, The flights you
1: know, killer for $20. Sending yeah, Oaks yeah, that's, to... a, that's an expensive flight. I remember going up for Alex's wedding, I was like, what the fuck, it was like the same <laughs> price to fly from from Mauritius to South Africa than it was to fly from South Africa to Namibia. I was like, shit. It's like a two-hour flight.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a yeah, nothing flight.
0: Yeah. Um... But yeah, the lepers last week they indicated their intent to fourth of the point in some of their way matches due to financial constraints. The Pachotswomen Burst Union was considering not traveling for their way matches against the Namibia border and eastern province. But no they'll go to Southwestern districts. I <laughs> mean the fuck. The leopards indicated that this was due to SRAP's recent decision to cut the budgets of smaller unions by fifty two percent. The Nubians were due to host the Griffins at uh i it's I'm sure it's like I don't I don't know how to pronounce these German names. Uh Edwin.
1: On Saturday.
0: So, oh, Jesus,
1: well, a quick, quick sidebar. Uh, yes? Do you think this is a bit sort of like, um, rene- uh, like reactionary? Just to be like, oh, you're cutting our budget, so now, like surely they could make a plan. Come on. And also, like who, who budgets to the extent that basically when the competition starts, suddenly they're like, no, we have no money. Like surely there's more. For, you saw this coming, coming,
2: yeah. There were a couple of reports that came out in the last two weeks about how they were trying to raise funds. And I saw one that said that they'd got up to 900000 that a couple of external sponsors that had found some money to keep, get these guys, you know, to pay for the accommodation stuff. But I assume then it's got to the point where they just didn't get enough, enough they've had to pull out at the last minute. But
0: yeah. Um, been two weeks ago. But quick, quick sidebar. Yeah. Um, but it is quite late more more on the on the broader point the fact that the say the leopards have had the smaller unions have had their budgets cut by 52% but maybe this comes from a guy who's based in, in a massive metro, but uh, the smaller unions have shown time and time again Maybe there are exceptions. I don't know if to the full extent um, that they don't know how to run themselves They're just um, giant uh, cash vacuum cleaners in a sense uh, like you've seen the, the, the troubles at border the troubles at Boerland. Uh, I'm sure the Griffins may have had issues. I don't know, but I'm I haven't been quite against it because has been needing to cut the fat for a long time, and all of that all of that for extra 48 percent was good for was for uh, rallying votes at co meetings and uh, committee meetings. So, that to, so I have a very negative view of the politics in South African rugby. So I don't feel that bad for it, personally speaking, because at the at the end of the day. If you go, you'll likely be playing for a big union anyway. You know, some guys might fall through the cracks uh, in terms of selection and pathways, but generally speaking, your bigger unions are going to pick up uh, 80 90% of the players. Western Province 60%. Uh, then they'll have those players picked off, which is pretty standard. They'll go to, like, the Sharks, the Bulls, or the Bulls you know, or even the, li- no, the Lions pick off the Bulls. So we're kind of feeding off the scraps of the scraps, in a sense. Yeah. Um, the Sharks have the Academy, which uh, I've been told, Andrew, you can pay for to go to initially. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Really? That's, all, that's what I to myself could say. He didn't make Week or anything That's like that, so his dad paid for him to go to the Academy, and then a week later, a year later, he was playing Super Rugby. <laughs> so it sometimes works.
1: No,
0: it's like,
1: yeah, yeah but, uh, but we had some guys who, like, ended up going there from school, and these guys weren't... Um, they, they they were they weren't exceptional. I don't know. But you also you, you study there as well. So it's not it's it not is. like you come out of Sharks Academy if you don't make the Sharks, you're screwed. Like they, they get degrees, I think through varsity college or something. So it's not it's not a complete waste of time. It's almost like a university, I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, well um, in the Dota High School involved. in the in the Dota World Champs last night, the guy that was on the winning team, one of the guys had never played in a major tournament ever. He just played in the public like every other schmo. Got recruited six weeks ago and has now won two million dollars. So you know, I guess the Sharks Academy is that place. You know, it's like SA's got talent on the rugby field, sort of stuff. I know <laughs> we actually I know we actually workshopped some names for for an SA rugby talent show, didn't we? That there was quite a few. We had quite a few good ones in the WhatsApp group some time ago.
1: Yeah, sorry, uh, they, they were. They... Audience, audience, trust us on this. They were very, very clever, very witty. The puns were spot on, but the, we've forgotten them all.
0: I just know one of the yeah. tests was was um uh trying to stop me or vice versa, something of that nature. Since I've never played rugby, so you know I, I'd be the litmus test if they're completely crap or not. I think. I think
3: I, I, I that was the yeah. one where we had, that one was the one where we had the idea of putting you <laughs> in in. In well, the in the behind the role status perspective, if, <laughs> yeah. if you could play fly off and anyone would notice the difference. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah, I'd watch myself do that. It'd, it'd be truly awful, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Let's see what else. What else going? Oh, someone asked about Danny Cipriani personally. Um, Danny Cipriani's special charge by the RFU was upheld in the late hours of Wednesday night, only for the Gloucester and England red fly to escape any further punishment. A 30-year-old arrived at his RFP disciplinary hearing in Bristol mid-afternoon, this is, uh, came out this week, finding his arrest in Jersey last week. I mean, Jersey's a tax haven island. What what on earth is there to do on Jersey? Uh, before finally leaving, five and a half hours later having been found to have brought the game into disrepute, Just super pleaded guilty to common assault after an altercation with a bouncer outside the St. Uh, haldia nightclub in the early hours of Wednesday, 15 August, and also pleaded guilty to resisting arrest. Was fined £2,000 by Jersey Magistrates Court and ordered to pay £250 compensation to a female PLOS police officer who was left with a bruised arm and marks in her neck, and was also fined £2,000 by his club Gloucester after they decided to take legal action against the former Wasps back. So, uh, and I know you played over the weekend. So I think, but the idea of blah blah blah. Okay, I won't go any further on. Right. So, then me get the straight. He gets arrested, fights the police and bounces, but gets a total of... It's over. barely a fight. It's 4,000. Four it's barely four a fight. He pushed the dude. Four he five... pushed
3: the bouncer and oh, put really? on the bouncer's tie and then a cop arrived and then the cop... And then he sort of just grabbed the cop's arm. That's obviously the bruise and they pushed as well. It was... No... It was a nothing fight, to be fair. All
0: right. so, so, he... so, you think the fight of 4,250 pounds in total is uh, inappropriate? It's too harsh.
3: No. Look... No, but no, For he, someone like him, he's got a he's got a habit of doing it. So you may as well try and deter him by just having that sort of thing as a harsh deterrent. Yeah. But then, for RFU to step in when the matter had now been handled by both the court system and his internal club, the RFU is just trying to I don't know draw a line in the sand where they shouldn't they don't need to be.
1: Um, do, do you think after this incident, the the Reds are going to be sniffing around? Huh? The Reds are going to be sniffing around Cipriani? Because obviously, like, they like people with a bit of a disciplinary record, so... Ooh,
3: ooh. Sorry, no, But The problem is, the problem is, the, the, Reds, the Reds management will sign him, and then Thorne will throw, throw a hissy fit, and then he'll be playing Klugbradby with Quaid.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that would be a lethal club rugby funny. team. Supriani C- could play fullback.
3: Yeah, exactly. It'd
1: be Actually, fortunate, no, fortunate. no, I like the, Carl Michael Hunt will be playing fullback, so I guess Supriani uh, would have to play Hunt 12. Hunt
3: can play 12. Yeah, Hunt can play 12. I'm sure Hunt can play 12 from his league
1: yeah, days. They made
2: made his debut at 12 after never playing 12 before in his life. <laughs> Just
1: Just that's Classic that's Australia. I'm surprised he even had played rugby union before they stuck him in there. Yeah.
3: No, do you know what that is? That, that's, that's cocaine confidence. Guys, I've got this. <laughs> Put me in this inside. Check us the entire week. Carmichael, Michael, you sure you can do this? Yeah, no, it's cool, coach. I've got this. I can play 12. I'm the best in the
1: world. Uh, in, uh, in I think it was 20, don't fact check me on this, but I think it was 2010, maybe, that I think Cipriani was the highest paid player in rugby. When, he, that, when he, he went to... Where did he go? Too long to lose? One of those. One of
3: those. Uh, I am I'm wouldn't argue with you too hard on yeah, that fact. Yeah.
1: So, so the, the spine is really just a... It's a slap on the wrist. It's not a proper... Yeah. Uh, really. But it's
3: just unnecessary for RFU. And like they say, I mean, that thing... He needed to go on a flight and all that. And they're like, nah, it's cool. Because I remember seeing on Twitter, I've got that Paul Williams gentleman who seems to be quite a, invested in the rugby journalism up there. And there was like ten, eleven at night, and he's like, still no, still no, resp- or still no whatever outcome or word from the RFU about Cipriani's fine, So they obviously went fucking long on arguing that thing on Wednesday.
0: Uh, okay, well, before we do our final piece uh, of news, uh, and uh, that's what I was, sorry, chuckling about earlier, and managed to find some of these names um, I think our conversation is centered around how we find new scrum halves. So, some of the shows we, we had were So You Think You Can Pass? Uh, where's My Nying? Uh, uh, who, who's Nying is it anyway? I, I, I like that, Ben. That, that, that was really good. Uh, as well, so you, uh, yeah, so you Think You Can Pass? And then some of the other ones, the Chefs South Africa. Nobody's got Halant. Are you faster to the breakdown in a fifth grader? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those that was, those that was good guy. I knew I remember that fondly. Um, yeah,
1: I respect. I think, this. I think we should. I think we should put these up on our Twitter because I think they they better they better said than read. Yeah, a bit better better read than said. Sorry.
0: Yeah, that's true. So okay, I'm just digging around here. Oh, there you go. Right, uh, just our final piece of news. Uh, it appears that Luke Whitelock and Ardi severe they're among seven all blacks, are going to be playing a uh, Mitra 10 Cup next week. Uh, Steve Hansen has released. Them plus uh, triple T. Yes, I know I didn't say his full name, but Alex isn't here to correct me. Near him on the scatter, Liam Coltman, Shannon Frazier, and Tim Perry uh, to play during the break in the rugby championship. If you're a Springbok, right, and you're playing Currie Cup rugby, how do you feel? You know, like a guy, like Jesse Creel, turning out for the Bulls uh, and then getting
3: smoked by the Cheetahs thirteen at one point. Yeah,
0: you know, it's just um, well, Richie Wire He on. wasn't released. He's he's going to be sticking with the All Blacks. Uh, which is interesting, even though he has gotten on the field. Uh, Ardy got released. Yeah,
3: that was a surprise release for me. Seeing Ardy get released.
0: Yeah, yeah, he
2: played very well. But, uh, yeah. All right.
0: Well, look, let's let's use that to see up. Let's just start off with uh, New Zealand versus Australia. Just uh, thoughts, thoughts, chaps. Uh, starting with you. And uh, how do you think it went?
2: Um. Well, I don't think it went well for the All Blacks. They just did their and kind of. Absorb the pressure. Australia played well as well as they could have. You know, kept the score kind of in in check. And then two tries, both sides of half-time, blows the score out, game over. And it was exactly the same as last week, pretty much. But I, I think the biggest take from this game, and then, especially that Alex is not here to fight me on it, but I think the argument between Barrett and Richie Mwunga was put to bed quite well. Five. I, mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know if... Um, okay one of Barrett's tries was a great individual effort I think it was the third one when he just went through but which I, third I one know. his
3: second third one or
1: his first third his, one his first third one yes um, the, the one where he went through the gap it was like a classic yeah. Mawanga try actually <laughs> um, but then um, I, I don't think scoring a try necessarily means you played well it's just kind of it's like it's like right place, right time.
2: Because I like, think the I, way that tries that though were, was quite well. I don't think there's many players that would have scored all of those.
3: Well, Owen Franks
1: definitely not. No <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, I, I I was just imagining uh, Owen Franks before the game, like, hey, hey Bowden, uh, you know, you know, it's my hundredth game and everything. Do you, do you think it would be all right if you know maybe I scored a try? No, fuck you, Owen. I'm scoring four. Uh, and what was?
3: Uh, did someone release the log? The other, uh, someone released the log yesterday, and uh, of the rugby championship log, and it's like New Zealand first, second, Bowden Barrett, and he's got <laughs> one win, one draw against Australia. Because <laughs> apparently he drew level with Australia last week and beat them this week with points. No. Um,
0: yeah, I, I I do feel a little bit for Australia. I don't think they played badly. Mm. I don't think they played. Play, badly in the yeah. last few weeks. It's just, I don't know where the All Blacks just for 10, 15 minutes. They just flick a switch and a punt point. And then you also got, geez, and Barrett, Jets. Crikey Moses, give that guy. I mean, I'm stating the obvious, we know this, but uh, he, Richie Moses not getting, in that time, getting to, into that team anytime soon. He's just got such pace, he's such a threat um, as first receiver. Yeah, I feel bad for Australia. But when we travel to face Australia, that's going to be a damn hard game. And at times I put. New Zealand under pressure. Especially Berta after Foley. this week. Yeah, Bernard Foley had, had quite a solid game. I'm liking Reese Hodge more and more. He's growing on me. I don't know why. And Jack Maddox, his first run on start. Did Tom Banks get on the field, by the way? was anybody No. Oh. no I don't I, think like he, he got probably, on.
1: He probably got on, but at the end it was just, it got a bit stupid. <laughs> like he it was might a have been. But even the power of Tom couldn't help.
3: Because I think, I mean, there's not much difference between this week and last week except venue. Australia looked good for the first twenty or so minutes. Then, sort of not this week. It was less of a lucky break for New Zealand to score that first try, and then it just the momentum just then started to slowly swing towards towards New Zealand. Australia didn't look as defeated though, nearing the end of this game as they did last week. Last week they looked almost like someone had shot their puppies. This week, they didn't, it was more like the cat just hadn't been seen for the last couple of days. So, you know, you're a bit nervous, but it's a cat, so you know it's coming
1: back eventually. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's because the scoreline I don't think reflected how how the teams played. That's very like true. If, yeah. if you actually look at the, because if you look at the Springbok game, which we will later there a few players we like that fucker played badly he let us down
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you if you look at the if you look at the australian game like they all played pretty they all that was right. a good game like, Yeah, so i don't i don't really understand where this massive points differential comes from it's just new zealand they have a chance to score they score yeah. that's the We're, thing yeah.
2: have six chances they score all six because most teams will have six chances and score 3 or 2 oh, and three, three, just two, like, that maybe. Differential, it's crazy yeah yeah, I, don't, I, don't either, know. I suppose New Zealand did leave two on the park, but that would d- TMO disallowed. But still, like, well, they scored off those technically.
0: Yeah, well, Michael Chaker he he's said that he rues the turnovers after uh, losing again to to the All Blacks. Uh, I mean, Ooh, the speaking
3: score. of the turnovers, though, I think that needs that's been all over the news that I've seen is especially Brody Retallick's turnover for clearing or. Ruck-clearing technique.
1: I didn't... Oh, I, we... No, no they, they reckon he was... It's it's like a... It's a bit of... It's a weird sort of... In a he way, it's and, kind of like... Uh, he, like, falls over the ruck. And yeah, then he, he sort line, of sta- stands back up. Yeah, so he loses his footing. He loses his footing. But by the time he's got his hands on the ball, he's actually on his feet. Yeah. So, so you, yeah, you sort of... can't have, have to be feet to start with, surely. No,
3: yeah, no, yeah, so, you,
1: but, but at the mo, so, so we, when the ref sees you with hands on the ball, you're on You've your feet. Gathered your feet already by then. Cause, yeah, if you, there a couple of,
3: I'll find one later. a couple of, like, tweets where you see him sort of, almost like grass-cutter style, just slam into the side of the rack and clear out a player as well.
1: Oh, oh, oh that, this is oh, rack-clearing, not as ball-stealing, sorry. Yeah,
3: sorry, rack-clearing, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, no, it's like. A, but it's a, like. It's such a funny. Because there, there were a lot of. Uh, when they are getting the Australians guys, for they're like, no, you're playing the player like. Through the ruck. So oh, you know, you was, clear the player, But then you kind yeah. of carry on with him. And it becomes. Technically, it becomes like a, a tackle without the ball. Yeah, no, so, that's. Um, they I were a bit
3: overzealous on some of those, I think.
1: Yeah. I was. Uh, I thought Wayne Barnes was alright actually He's no, I've crazy. seen a lot of guys <laughs> bitch about him but he kept
3: the game was you could watch the game because it wasn't stopped every five minutes and what he let go on the one side he let go on the other side sort of fairly as well I felt like I, I,
1: I like a lot of talking but I don't like it when refs call players by their first names like honestly you should, you should either be captain or number whatever yeah. like I don't like it where he was like come on David or Look, look, or even talking to the New Zealanders, he was like, no, David David Pocock was over the ball. You don't say that. You say Seven was over the ball. It's part of the, like, you have to be detached as a ref, and that's that's part of but the way you do it. It's, it's not even New Poc- Zealanders, it's black and gold, or yellow.
3: It's Obviously, Pocock's just such a good oak that you can't not call him vice for He insists. He's like, no, Seven, he's like, no, no, please, David. <laughs>
1: Seven is my father's name. Please call me David. <laughs> I was going
0: to ask you, Anne, so how good is Ben Smith?
1: He's incredible.
2: I mean, just so good.
0: Huh. Pretty good. He's as good as Burton Barrett, is fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as fast. Yeah. On kick. <laughs> I, I, I just yeah. I don't know. He, he's he's just a magnificent rugby player and, and, and a specimen too. He's always been there. Oh, oh, in My man crush, but, uh, but he, he was he was outstanding just, yesterday, yesterday. But but yeah. that's the
1: joy of Ben Smith that he doesn't look like a professional sportsman. He just looks like a guy. And then what then, he is, I, is
3: his, his hope for all of us? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but he like he, he I remember a few weeks back we were talking about like Ryan Crotty when he just he always just does enough. Like, he, he never, you know, he would never sort of like, you know, like how ID uh, Sevier sometimes, like, hands a guy off and, like, launches him into the air? Yeah. Ryan Cross, he would never do that. He would just touch the guy enough that he couldn't effectively make the tackle. Well, same with, like, Ben Smith. Like, he would just run fast enough and just hold the ball for the perfect amount of time just before he, oh, honestly, he, he was sublime.
3: The difference between mm-hmm. Ben Smith and Crotty is that Ben Smith's most probably going to remember his children's names in the next two years, whereas Crutty is on the fast path. I think Crotty needs to think, look at not playing rugby anymore. Because, fuck, how many concussions has he got now this year? I mean, this I year alone,
1: know. over five. Sure, yeah, I know the, I, five. I don't know if this was just this was my school, but I remember at school they said once you had, I think it was five concussions, you couldn't, you weren't allowed to play rugby anymore. They just yeah, I, I, like I, do, I don't know if that was if that was sort of the school kind of protecting their own answers for it's like a school, yeah, it's a
3: school protecting themselves. But I mean, there's definite merit to that sort of argument. I mean, fuck, I, I worry Crutchy's going to crisp why his family any minute now.
1: Oh well, yeah, let, let's let's hope not, but let's um, not
3: hope not. But I mean, it's it's
1: something that could happen.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, someone who didn't score any tries, but he set up one. Or two Bray uh, uh he set up him Squire's try with a def little offload to uh, put him into space. Uh, I think it was also with oh, Barrett's he's... second last try. So I
1: think he set up the disallowed one of Barrett, didn't he? Yeah, it was the yeah, yeah. It was a lack of a oh, little show God, I, a I was hoping he was going to throw another dummy there. I just dummy it to Barrett <laughs> and then send it himself because it was because
3: he, he could have easily drawn a defender like that. Yeah, but there, there's, also,
1: there's also no need. Like, no backline player is going to tackle Brodie Retallick. Like, I think he was just passing, you know, to keep the coach happy or whatever. Like, he could have just scored there if he wanted to. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, is, is there any way... Um, let's try to think. Is there any way New Zealand aren't going to win the rugby championship? They should be just call it right now.
1: No, yeah, but that's we could uh, we could afford the rugby championship in March that New Zealand was going to win. Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, it is. It's unlikely, but I think South Africa, provided they pull pull serious finger, I think South Africa might be able to beat them in South Africa. But obviously mm-hmm. now South Africa lost to Argentina. Like I can't see I can't see New Zealand not winning the rugby championship. Let's say that.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry,
1: man. I was, I was about to say because I, I don't think Argentina can beat New Zealand even in Argentina.
2: No. I was uh, going to have a quick point about that. It's, is how many people do you think are still viewing Argentina as Argentina from like, like a few years ago, and not as like the resounding, the rejuvenated Jaguars from this year. Like I think not. a lot of Super Rugby teams went to Argentina this year as well, to as like, that's oh, the Jaguars, as chill. You know, I mean, all of our teams lost. Quite convincingly, like I think under Ledesma I think they are becoming a more difficult ch- challenge.
0: Yeah.
1: No, no, they're, they're 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 a good side, but um, like there's a difference between a good side and New Zealand.
0: Yeah, no, no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, like a, like, a, like a, a massive difference. Uh, any, any further points yes. you want to make about New Zealand Australia? Because it was it just it was literally as expected. I thought David Procock had, had a solid game. Freddy was good. Kirkley Beale was a lot better. Uh, they seem to cope without Flower, but Flower definitely makes him a better side. I do wonder, who was playing at six? Uh, it wasn't Rodder, it was Tui. It was Tui, was I Tui, thought yeah. played quite well, actually. Like, yeah, like, good, I, game, good I, game.
1: I was quite critical of Tui. I don't know on the pod or if just, you know, in my own head, just hating on Tui, you know, while I was at work or something. But he's actually, just he just stepped up, quiet, like, fuck. he's... He's carrying well so oh, I was, i'm I'm quite impressed with Tui this he's definitely stepped up his game from super rugby to international rugby.
2: Yeah, and I think Australia can also be a lot more like after last week's game, they you know they had a lot of big things to point at their scrum was horrible, their line was horrible this week. I think they did improve on a lot of those that facets. It's unfortunate that it didn't translate into any difference in the score line, but like at least yeah. their base
1: is better. Um, do you know who I actually haven't wasn't very impressed by was was Hooper.
0: Yeah, I think like, he needs more right But I,
1: I don't know because he's, to me, he's just he's just a shade of Pocock and everything. Like like like, like Pocock's definitely playing better than Hooper at the moment. But yeah, they play, actually, what, different games. Like, what, what Hooper has on Pocock is his pace. But yeah. I haven't seen Hooper actually have a decent a decent kind of open field run in ages. So, so I don't that's really. The- Hooper is his work rate. I
2: mean, at one stage, he made he was the first person to make the tackle four tackles in a row. Yeah. Like, he gets through a ridiculous amount of work and he creates the space for Pocock to make turnovers. So the, the sure. two of them done really well, and that Hooper moves around the field far more than any other player. And he so can Hooper, make the tackle, and other guys can get back over the wall. So Hooper's not as much of a turnover specialist as I think he previously was. He's more, more now kind of a very electric Mostert.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's like a workhorse. Yeah, I guess so. Um, do you know who I wasn't super impressed by was Karen Reid? Like, I don't think he—he he was very absent that game. Like, do you do you remember anything Kieran Reid did?
0: No, but maybe he's like the emperor he's, of
1: the intangible, though.
0: He's no, focusing so on his lot, like a lot upcoming of cricket
1: games. He was just sort of—he was just sort of chilling out on the wing and. Maybe he was giving Australia a chance. Be like, okay, listen, let them have a crack at us with 14 players. I'll rest for a while. But, yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't know if he um, if he had the best game. But, yeah, he's very good.
0: He is. He is. Uh, uh, let's, let's move on through to what wasn't so good was South Africa's performance um, in Mendoza. Just to quickly run through some of the statistics before we start hammering down uh, on Rusty's team. Uh, Mita's run. Uh, Argentina 400, South African 578. Kicks from hand 23 to 18. South Africa always second, by the way. Passes 98 to 200. Runs 91 to 169. Possession 39% to 61. Territory 34% to 66. This is just from um, ESPN, by the way. Tackles 169, of which 133 were made. We made 90 tackles, uh, but only uh, actually completed 64. So we missed 36% of our tackles. We won 85, for 17 of 20 lineouts and 5 of 7 scrums. Conceded 11 penalties to 12 and kicking ratio 50% versus 71. So, on the stats, South Africa's lacquer until you get the tries. Four tries to three, three conversions to two, one penalty to zero. Um, yeah, so. And overall, a drop off. Had a drop goal, yeah. So overall, it's just a shit show. Yeah, Nicholas that drop goal was cheeky as fuck. I yeah. enjoyed it. Nicholas Sanchez. No,
1: i like, like a drop goal, eh? A like, drop
3: goal's a nice way to just say fuck you and then just puts over three because like, we be tied enough.
1: That's a very good place to kick a drop goal from. Sort of that um, kind of 40 out, 45 out. Yeah, because those... they, you're not really giving up a try scoring opportunity at that point. Because if you're uh, in the 22, going for a drop goal, it's a bit like giving up on the try. But yeah. that uh, that feels where where you should be kicking drop goals from. That yeah, no, kind definitely. of kind of forty or, to fifty meters. If yeah, you front just frost them. Sixty five. I'm sure.
3: I'm sure Buffeli could dra- do a drop goal from sixty. You're
1: yeah, yeah Buffelli's a,
3: I've seen Buffelli's a stallion, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Delgisi's a fucking
0: whippet. Jeez. Um. So uh, overseeing the ship, the, sh- the, sh- the, 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 the the shipwreck. Um, France are low. I think he's got to go. He, he's not really no. doing anything well. He was misaligned on defense. And I kind of feel like he's kind of hitting that point where he's 33, hitting on 34. Um, he's not quite up to scratch. And look, a credit to, to, to the Argentinians, by the way. They did play very well. And they took the chances just like New Zealand did. But even in the second half, where South Africa were quite dominant, we weren't really able to get over the line and just be what's the word clinical to use that overused term we just weren't clinical compared to
1: no no we we were we were impotent on attack
0: massively yeah impotent uh yeah and yeah so you said yeah you had something to add there no it's just agreeing that you know every
2: time we our our backline structure and passing was just looked so flustered and frantic relative to the last couple of games we played we just you know you can't set up try scoring opportunities if you're constantly shoveling the ball at 90 degrees and hoping something's going to pop out on the wing.
3: Is this not because my pimpy went off at like 10, 15 minutes
1: or something? With the rest no, of the game was... like, like, no, like,
3: I'm joking, but
1: yeah. Losing a wing is the least detrimental. No no, 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 I was
3: kidding. But yeah, no, I would also think so. No,
1: but but uh, is this overly simplistic? But do you think South Africa do things fast enough? Because no, it just man. seems like on defense, it takes them forever to like align. Like the ball takes so because long. That's to come because we've the got racket. fucking Mo Haber there who jogs everywhere. No, but then, but then like where they speed up the game in like weird things. Like as soon as we get a penalty, Pollard will kick it into touch really fast. But then at well, the same will time, tap we, and go, and there's yeah, no one they, around him yeah but at the same time we, when you actually need speed you know clearing rucks, running in the back line forming into your offensive structures they're just a bit sort of going at like eighty percent or whatever like they don't seem to be working hard enough to get into the right positions as well uh, hmm. I, I, don't know, I don't know maybe it's um, maybe it's because I was just hammered drunk and I was seeing the world in slow motion and there are you know four of every player on the field but yeah, you like one point three.
2: Just worried. Yeah. What you say, yeah, particularly on defense, it just seems that the guys they, they they fanning fast, but not fanning smartly to where they should be. So then they end up having, they end up having to readjust when the ball's already moving, and that just means that you're going to end up taking the wrong guys, and there's going to be space out wide, which, which has kind of been the problem for us since the start of the year.
1: Yeah, well, we talked about it. We talked about it last week. How um, once. When we sort of um, scramble defend, like New Zealand, once they've made that scrambling tackle, the rucks form, then they set their defensive line set. But for us, it just seems to take for fucking ever to to kind of gain any semblance of kind of structure again. So yeah, um, I don't know. I was I was very disappointed with the defence, yeah. and also Mal Malherbe must, Mal, Mal must fuck off.
0: Yes. Yes.
3: I don't think anyone will argue with it there.
0: Uh, and Vili Daru, uh, I mean, you heard Nick Mattis' comment uh, at half time. He was uh, one of the players, non contact rugby. I know defensively he was poor. Uh, the one try.
2: Defensively, he have a a couple of times, yeah.
0: yeah I mean, it was just the, he, soft. Look, he wasn't the only one. I mean, we missed one third of our tackles, which is absolutely shocking, which is uh, a commitment issue. I don't know. I always feel like when, when we travel away. To Argentina, the players just aren't as motivated as when compared to playing Australia and New Zealand away, excluding last year's debacle against New Zealand. I don't yeah. know. There always seems to be a case of players switching off, are not playing to their potential. I know that we won last year, or did, didn't we? Did we lose last year?
2: We won last year. Yeah, we won bonus point last year as well. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's best a great example. Last, last week, he played his first game for the entire year. Fire and brimstone, 80 minutes. Just dominating everything. This week, was we subbed after 50 with a yellow card in the middle, and just was absent and just was de- like just was completely not in the game mentally. That's because they you, brought do in think, Lavanini. Do, Lavanini. do you think he's, he, he's kryptonite?
1: Do you think he <laughs> got subbed because of the yellow card? Rossi was worried about a potential red.
2: That wasn't my thought process. I just thought he was just subbed because he wasn't even in the game. It wasn't because he was tired. Like is what I mean. Yeah. He played 40 minutes of rugby. Yeah, he was just
3: yeah, yeah was behind him, the face or whatever. I don't the know I I'm was also, a tactical sub actually. For the card's sake.
1: I don't like um I don't like Peter the toy and Mostert on the bench. No and um and Archeo, like, like I like both of them, but I don't I think the the whole the joy of Peter the toy is that he covers flank and lock. Yeah. Why go and put another lock on the bench then? because now you like, yeah now we you you, you just sort just of making, you you're making the whole point of Peter Steph the toy kind of redundant then because Peter yeah. Steph the
3: toy only covers one flank as well
1: yeah exactly oh, it's the complete opposite of what he's doing against the English series which
2: was having Notch who's like one of the lightest most mobile Lucies we've got but a little versatile and yeah. swapping out him out with the heaviest least versatile Lucy we have in Peter Steph. And Notch had a. a I don't know if you guys game, saw. Did, did any of you see the uh, the province game? I could see the first half. In the second half, the TV was a
3: whiteout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. Because Notch had a b- bit of a blinder there, actually.
2: Yeah. No, he played very well. I suppose there's quite a lot of good performances in the Curry Cup. I don't know if we're yeah. going to get to that later, but Notch played well and Augustus, which was quite cool to see.
1: Yeah. yeah like I hope he does well. He's like I remember him at I think it was SA Schools or like I was uh, like shit this. the tournament yeah no he's a good player oh, I thought um, Damien Willemser was a lot better
3: when did he like come a... on I missed that completely I watched the game this morning no
1: he came on quite early actually um, fuck I did not notice that at all maybe he came on for Esther Hayes in the game maybe okay. at about 60 odd I think I don't know as I said I was very drunk <laughs>
2: you think that's an indication of what their plan is going to be against Australia, if the Philips are the 10 and then Pollard 12, maybe?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think if you're going to do that, doing that against Argentina makes more sense. Um, yeah, you should have started uh, it oh, then. Because yeah. Yeah, they, aren't, they aren't super physical, so you don't really need that stopping power at 12 that Esther Hazen brings. Like, because they only have, like, Beal. Like, Pollard could probably run over Beal. Yeah, exactly.
2: A Foley, Beal, and then you don't even have Kurundrani or Karevi. You've just got Hodge. I mean, he's a big unit, but he's not uh, a Georgian. Like, it's not the most
1: imposing backline. And out. Yep. He doesn't really use his bulk. But do you think, um, do you think Pollard will be dropped? Uh, Pollard, interesting one. Because I think, I mean, all the Yankee supporters will be quite bleak if there isn't some
2: kind of action against him because he's had two pretty poor games in a row.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't um, mind yeah, actually... But then again, because like could then the whole... the, But could Pollard potentially be dropped for So then? That's Which what some I people
2: think could happen.
3: No, but then what? We've got Yankees on the bench. I'd prefer to you start i Pollard's still,
2: you've but got, got right, the, No, Yankees... Course, like, been, on the because he covers 12. As I'm saying, uh, Pollard's a much better bench option than Yankees. Yeah. But also because well, he can come onto
1: the field we and we inject the, like, baseball. We're yeah. glad, Russ, that, that Yankees must either start or not play.
3: Yeah, because Yankees yeah. Yeah, isn't a bench player. If you put yeah. him on the bench, he's not even going to bother to turn up. When you do eventually give him the call to go
2: on. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I,
2: I, I don't think the, the, the solution is to play Yankees the next game. I think it's either stick with Pollard, give him the third chance, or give it to Willemse and then either play Pollard next to him or put Pollard on the bench. But I wouldn't say that Yankees is the answer to our troubles at this stage. Um,
0: yeah, uh, just to point to a separate issue how can we fix our woes amongst our loose trio um, Sia isn't really the master of any trade he's just very good at most of them and, and I like it but uh, a guy like Warren Whiteley wrong sort of character for him as well I mean, the and then Lowe as well a bit of a passenger I... as well so, like I um... like um, Jean Luc Depeer, sorry, pardon me for interrupting you, just to finish this thought. Um, does this just highlight how important? I know we've spoken about uh, Dwayne Vimilan already, how important Jean Luc Depeer is. And even Carl Brink, suddenly, that, that he's coming up into the conversation. Yeah,
1: it's, it's weird. Like, like even Oaks like Helant like as well have suddenly become so vital just in the scheme of things. Because, um, yeah, well, we're I, playing... think, I think if you want to play a player like Francois Lowe, You'd be better off playing quacker, because yeah. fine, yeah, Quaker, Quaker misses tackles. Like we we are we are aware of Quaker's weaknesses, but he gets around the park a lot more, and I'm he'll turn over more ball for you than Francois Lowe. because Francois Lowe, he doesn't offer anything apart from turning over ball, which he's not very good at at the moment. No, know, I, I I would say if you're going to do that, go play a player like go play a player like Quaker. Or you just give up and you just say, okay, Marks, you're our fetcher, and then you play um, Khaleesi with Van um, Staden or Notcher or. Um, is it even? I mean, at the back.
3: I mean, looking at our next line, our next match is Australia, and they obviously a big fan of having as many fetchers as possible on the field. Should should we even bother with fetchers and then just run them
1: over odds? Yeah. Is, is, there, is there a point of actually trying to compete with Pocock?
2: No. I, I'm often,
1: I often lean towards
2: saying stack it with two really big cleaners that will just make Pocock not want to go anywhere near a ruck.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just that, that. Fuck him up and then <laughs> you, you, you just say to someone like Eben, you just say, listen, I don't want you to carry, I don't want you to pass, I don't want you to touch the ball, but every time Pocock is anywhere near a ruck, I want you to smash him. Like and then, that,
2: that's an effective like t- tactic.
1: Yeah, you just say, listen, one for one, we'll we'll take you out the game and take him out the game, and we we make the we make the net gain.
0: Yeah, because um, it's yeah. on our terms. Just just a quick run through yep. some um individual player stats. Speaking of, of Lowe, he made ten tackles but missed four. Kalisi made ten, missed three. Uh, Franco he made eight, missed three. While Herbert well he made six and missed two. Uh, Marks missed three, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, i needed Marks' take. Six. I was...
1: I was yeah, and uh, Clerk three I and three. Uh,
0: Andre mm-hmm. Esterhausen, he... Two turnovers conceded. Deontay conceded four turnovers. was okay, eight and two. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, of Validaru's five tackles, he missed two. And two of those directly leading to tries. And just on the attacking front, <laughs> but Mopimpy had one run, he had three runs, and made 22 meters, and he went injured. I mean, maybe I think uh, the fact that we didn't have scores tries for a living in there was completely detrimental. Like, no, well,
2: my poo. We got two tries. So. Yeah,
0: my yeah, <laughs> He was solid on the wing, but you know, missing a bit of excitement there. But Esther Hazen, my he only made six passes, fourteen good. runs, seventy meters made. Deontay, eight runs, sixty-six meters made. Pollard fifteen runs, fifty-nine meters made. Uh, Larue thirteen thirty marks fifteen twenty. Also in terms of turnovers, one. I wonder where that happened. Penalties, yellow cards, scoring, attacking.
3: How many turnovers did we win in total?
0: I'm trying to find that for. Oh, well, in turnovers itself. Uh, let's see. Uh, attacking. We won. Uh, that he has conceded it doesn't say penalties. I kind of that would be in the mix of the stats, but uh, we won ten. Oh uh, fuck yeah! But we caught that position huh? more regularly than Argentina, and they punished us, and they put us to the sword. So. Um, where to from here? Let me start with you, and I think to ignore the obvious, uh, Mulherbe needs to go. I think we know we know that much. What else would you go about fixing? Or maybe fixing is the incorrect word. How do you think we can tweak to be ready for Australia in uh, two weeks' time?
2: Quite a difficult one because I don't think there's too many personnel. Like I mean, as, as poor as everyone you was, can say you it. can't say like we don't have Let's Take this guy, and put that guy in. Like. You know, you can't, you're not going to drop, we don't have an alternative for Whiteley, we don't have an alternative for, for Khaleesi. You could maybe play Khaleesi, you could, you know, bring from Staden or something, or play low at 8 and bring from Staden and drop White. Like. But yeah, I mean, apart from Malherbe, there doesn't seem to be too much personnel-wise that one can do to fix anything. I think it'll just, yeah, it'll be a, a mindset thing more than anything that they'll need to fix. But that's always a very soft, fluffy, difficult-to-materialize
1: answer. Yeah, it's a it's a difficult thing because I, I don't think we should just throw everything away now. Like even the best teams have bad games. I'm not saying we we are the best team, but um.
3: And New like, Zealand doesn't really have a bad game.
1: Yeah, but the problem is they so good. Even their bad games are better than most teams' good games. No, no. Um, no. Yeah, but like I I don't think I don't think we need to fricking um you know wholesale changes like complete tactical reevaluation. I think the, the right the right the right pieces are there. They obviously they didn't come together on Saturday at all. But I, I think they just need to they need to work on their, their defensive organization. I think that's that's very important because we, we can't concede the number of points they do. And then we need to work on um, how clinical we are on attack because we coughed up too many opportunities. Yeah.
3: Uh, Matt, uh, your thoughts? Yeah, much sure what everyone else says. It's more of, it's more of a so soft.
0: Derivative. you know,
3: Getting so, him. Look, okay, you know what? <laughs> fuck it. Ditch the whole team. <laughs> Call up who had the best first K Cup first. Division the the lapers, that, 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 with the beard. You talking about? The, the, the beard no, he's bar, an eagle. He's <laughs> an eagle. We, we hey, actually, fuck. Speaking of the eagles, guess who ran out at fourteen there?
1: Beyond Basson.
3: No. Ashwin Buck, you know the oh, oldest, the oldest Super Rugby debutant scored like two tries in his de- de- debut. Obviously. Oh crap! back guy from the Kings. Yeah, he's playing his back in George. He was 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 from George, and he's now back in George and playing playing back on the wing there.
1: Oh, awesome! That's nice. That's a nice story. Yeah, this is um, a nice little a way. So
3: wholesale, you know what? Just drop the entire team. Actually, you know what? Call in Well Wichita. They're not they're not busy right now they've obviously somewhat match fit so call up the world which it is and have Namibia run out for us next weekend
1: I'm weekend. sure most of them have, most of them have SA passports anyway
3: yeah so there we go there you go Adam something different thanks so, uh, yes Ben
1: I don't know if it was the commentating or the ref thing but the commentators kept on going on about um, the tackle assist was stealing the ball, and that shouldn't be a. What was that actually happening? Or do you, do you think they? Because the 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 commentating was horribly biased. Like it was it was shit basically.
3: I wasn't pay, I didn't pay attention too much because I obviously didn't notice when Vilimsa came on. So I don't think I was. I somehow my ears weren't working this morning, so I didn't hear much of that.
1: Yeah. I did you guys notice anything with the with the tackle assist stealing the ball and not showing daylight and? Because the commentators went on about it, like, three or four times, like, just complaining.
2: I mean, I saw one or two instances where it was, like, borderline, but I wouldn't
1: have made a big thing of it. They'd, wouldn't and have then, been um, the reason we lost. And then, remember, they kicked up a big fuss because Creevy received treatment on the field instead of going off. Uh, but, when, what, uh, like, his
3: that, first blood, his first blood or whatever.
1: He's oh, got that thing around his head, like, but I feel that... I don't know the comment. It seemed just very like petty and angry, and like there was like spoiled breath commentating because shit wasn't going their way.
3: So what you're saying know. is people commentating Australian style
1: Yeah, basically. Like I was very disappointed.
3: Mm-hmm. No, um, but I did Creepy though. What there was that one comment? Uh, no, I said it in the group where the one time I was listening with, he was receiving treatment, and Barnes comes up, and uh, Gardner comes up to him and he's like, "Are we going to play on?" And Creevy just looks up. Of course. Mm-hmm. While he's getting uh. his head strapped. <laughs>
0: um, uh, gentlemen, are, are there any other further comments uh, we'd like to like to make? I think we've covered a fair amount of ground. We could perhaps uh, leave it there. Any, any anything else?
1: No, no. I think um, I think there's
3: there's
1: I'm a hmm? there's a okay. lot of room for improvement because I, I think I would I would be more frustrated if I was um, Michael checker because. In, in my opinion, Australia played quite well and still got hammered. Like, like I couldn't see how it could have gone much better for Australia. But yeah, but at least yeah. Russia, at least they got, you know, fine. The Springboks lost, but there were very clear areas we lost because of what, because of X Y Z. Australia, I think they will they would battle to find areas that they need to improve on going forward. So, I think in that way, I guess it's it's positive that the mistakes are quite obvious and they seem like things that can be fixed yeah
0: uh, yeah my my uh, comment I think will uh, look I'm very interested to see how Australia do when they travel to Argentina I think they'll also give us a fair measure of where Argentina's development is how, how shut the box really were and also where Ar- and where Australia are uh, as well as a team otherwise uh, i just like to see Richie mo's play a game man shit you know just, just give a guy a break. That's, that's all I want. I'm not asking for much.
1: Uh, and he, he, might, he might play when they go to Argentina because it makes probably. sense to not send your whole squad.
0: No, you will mm. definitely play. Uh, mean, that, there were fun
2: rumours about what Rossi was planning to do on a similar vein. i sent send half the team to New Zealand like three weeks in advance so they're climatizing stuff.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think Rossi's not doing that game anymore. Nah. Uh, no. Well, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the squad depth to do it. Huh? No, nah.
0: And, final, final thought from you? Yeah, no, I, I very much
2: echo Ben's sentiment in the fact that there's lots of stuff we can work on. Um, it's stuff that we've known we've kind of needed to work on for a while, but, yeah, I mean, Checker's situation is much worse because they worked on their stuff from last week, were better at it, and they still got hammered. So, like, where do they go? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
2: and true. I it doesn't bode well for us when we go to New Zealand either.
0: <laughs> no... Uh, Matt, instead of a final thought from you, uh, I just want to ask that: uh, Will you be at Otanika Park next week? It's clearly your presence. Uh, the no, you they're was. not
3: playing next week. They're uh, not playing next. They're playing the seventh there, though. I might be there on the seventh. Uh,
0: uh, who's there on the seventh?
3: Um, I think it's the Griffins, so it should be a gimme.
0: Nice. Hey, I was born in Alcorn, The Griffins are my third team. Well, they're my number when one. When
3: I was a, team. What did I watch when I was a kid in school. I think the Eagles pumped the Griffins like a hundred and something nil. So I've always got no time for the Griffins. Yeah,
0: how the Griffins even got got a union there? I I, I, I do not know. Okay, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Elite IP Banter. Uh, aren't we doing Aren't we doing super Brew? Yeah. There's no shit, Yeah. 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 I've see. got it open. But yeah, I got a first get. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you could do it. You, you, you can just punch it in for us. Are we doing curry no, cut? No, there
3: are only like three games, out don't stress. Okay. Oh. First game, Pumas and province. Uh, in Nilspreet. In yeah, Nilspreet, all... yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> no, I'll pick province to, to pick up in the way when there. Yeah, I'd yeah. good, province as well.
1: Um, I really think we we discounting Jimmy Stonehouse's guns.
3: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> province, no. Kept, I, I, the I, province I, I, kept the cheetah scoreless this weekend. and that's only
1: because
2: the cheetahs can't swim. <laughs> it p- well, the
1: weather was just atrocious, though.
2: Like it was, know, it was amazing. The game because the first half is like dry and the field works and by the end of the second half you literally cannot see the people. So <laughs>
3: yeah, the, the oaks are just like knee deep in water in the, se- in the second half of that game. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, it, do, you, do, you, do you think there's there's scope to to call off rugby games if the weather's just atrocious?
2: It was pretty gnarly here. Like I couldn't see more than a meter out of my window. Like you, it was because- very ridiculous.
1: But do you remember that Super Rugby final? Oof, I want to say 2009, maybe, where just the fog rolled in and you couldn't actually see what was happening.
2: Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Was that as far five- back as nine? I thought that was more recent. Than that. But yes, I don't know. If, I mean, that was just. I mean, that's silly from a broadcasting perspective, but it's not, probably not unsafe to play. But I mean, I know games have been called off in Durban because of thunderstorms and stuff. I think.
1: Yeah. But, but but do you think because like like snow as well? I remember when I when I was in England, games used to get caught off because of snow because the field just like froze basically. So it was like playing on concrete. But
2: yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, although yeah. that doesn't happen in Russian club rugby.
1: Yeah, but I think the the field always frozen, so you just get used to it.
2: It's kind of like playing in in like uh, Kimberley.
1: What's that, playing what's, what, what, I, I, I think the Springboks
0: should only play in Kimberley.
3: What's our margin for this game, by the way? Which one? Fumas province. Fumas uh, province? I'm
0: going to say it's province by eight. Yeah, I'll,
2: I'll echo Adam.
3: Oh, that sounds I about right. No. Okay, and then next game at Loftus. Bulls versus lions. Lions. Yeah, lions by a healthy margin. I mean, yeah, come,
0: I'd say about eight. Totes.
3: The uh, more. I reckon more.
1: Then ben? make it more.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, you yeah.
3: have the power. Um, I mean. I I'm doing it like fifteen.
1: Lions by yeah, oh, I oh, like 13, 14, 15 around there.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think. I think around that I'll go 14 that's a nice round two tries and last game of the weekend Cheetahs versus Sharks uh, Sharks it, yeah, yeah no, definitely so. Sharks because this is also Cheetahs are most probably I think playing Pro 14 at exactly the same time
2: yes yeah, so this would be the E team Cheetahs very much so well it's, it's already Ill, like, like the Bulls Reject team like yeah. you know, you've got agents women and stuff so it's,
1: so. Yeah. Can I, can I just say, uh, so far every game has been won by the home team, yes? Mm, no. We picked eight teams for every
2: game this week, and now we're teams for every game.
3: Uh, I like our I like our confidence, guys. I like our confidence. What are we gain the shots by? 14, 15, more, yeah. less?
0: Uh, I like
1: 13. 13.
0: A okay. try and a penalty
1: got it Two I, I think it'll I think it'll be less than that like I think the 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 cheaters will pull finger a bit because with Pro 14 starting I think uh, guys will be trying to play their way into that team they want
3: to they want to go see Europe Yeah, um, I'd I'll say 8-9 pre- ok I'll make it 9 seems a reasonable reasonable difference ok I suppose I've got to lock quickly. And last one. Hit refresh, Adam Star. See if we've got any sort of updates. See if anyone's actually. Pick- oh, guys are picking. Okay. Um, province 72% pick province to win, and we sort of. Just to the lo- lower end of the distribution of points, 61% picked lions. We look past the middle of the points distribution, and we're smack banging the 80% that picked the sharks.
2: Yeah. So we're not being completely outliers by picking the wayside in all the games.
3: Yeah, no, we seem to be comfortably. With everyone, and we're not that far off on our margins either from what everyone's been... We're sort of hovering around the middle.
2: So we truly are representative.
3: Yeah, uh, for a change, for a change.
0: Um. Okay, oh yeah, no, is that it now? Clearly I'm I think a, so. I'm an unreliable unless narrator.
3: Unless you want to do the Pro 14 quickly, and that's a lot more games. No, the looks no. Of it everyone. Everyone's it's playing this
0: A lot of guesswork as well, I think. Yeah, no, no. Nah, 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 nah. Can I leave it there? Sorry, I just I don't know what to say. Yeah,
3: you can kill it there. Just literally on the nah, just okay,
0: okay. Hard cut, finish. Well, well, then yeah, that that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Elite Rugby Band. So if you have listened to this point and all my nah, 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 thank you very much for listening. Um Let's see, I've already thanked you. Have I thanked you yet? For joining us, you thanked me
2: to join at the start, so you can no, just ignore no, me and I keep riding.
0: Keep,
2: keep riding that, wave,
0: that yeah, way, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and paddling away. Uh, Matt, thanks as always uh, for being here.
3: Uh, you never thank me, so this is a special. So
0: thank um, you, obviously. And uh, Ben, uh, nice one uh, uh, as always. Thanks, thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me on. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's gonna do it. Uh, You can catch us on SoundCloud, Acast, and Apple iTunes Store. And also, this will be out... When is this? Monday? Sunday? It will be out Sunday today. Uh, If you have made it this far, thank you very much for listening. We will catch you next week.